there's a light at the end of the tunnel always, as long as you are consistent. And I think that that, that was a big one, is just consistency, maintaining a, some level of positivity, not overwhelming myself, and getting really focused. Because once I got focused, it was like a domino effect. Hi, this is Diana Burnell O'Leary with another success story from Job Talk Weekly. Today, we talk with Natalie in Los Angeles about how focusing her search and actually applying to fewer jobs opened up opportunities and helped her land the right job for her. Let's jump in. Hey, Natalie, welcome back to Job Talk Weekly. Oh, thank you so much. It is great to be back. Well, we spoke about six months ago, and we covered a lot of different topics. And the good news is, is that you have a new job. So congratulations to you. Oh, yes. Thank you. Um, It does feel good to be working again. And it it was quite a process, but uh, there was a happy ending. And, you know, so far, the job's been really great. So thank you so much. Oh, we're thrilled. Well, tell us about the job that you landed. Yeah, so I am now working with a a men's athletic lifestyle brand called Young LA, and I am working in their e-commerce department as an Amazon seller account manager, and I also work alongside the um, Shopify and B2C component of the business as well. But my primary role is really focusing on their Amazon seller account business. So how long did it take you to find a job? Because you did find this during the pandemic. So that's no small task. Oh, no, that was um, the most challenging part, I think, of my entire uh, career was you know, finding a job during, during a pandemic. Um, it took about, I want to say eight to nine months, Mm -hmm. um, of, of not working and, and job hunting and, you know, going through all the ups and downs that come along with that. Um, and I will say that, you know, since I began my professional career, I always found it really easy, um, to change jobs. Uh, I I was approached by other companies, you know, I the interview process I found to be easy and I guess I just got jaded by Oh yeah. <laughs> like I think I I think I always thought, oh, you know, I'm employable. I've always been employable. There's not going to ever be an issue and and then COVID hits and that really just made me realize all those thoughts are completely wrong and everything like in, everything in life is fragile including, you know, your employability. So but you did have good skills. I mean, they to to find a job in eight to nine months. I mean, that's a little longer than usual. Yeah. You know, the average is six months, depending upon the type of position. If it's a much more junior position, sometimes people can find something in less than three months. But um, you know, having it extend another two to three months, considering the pandemic, is not too bad. But tell us what you learned throughout the search. Tell us how you tweaked things along the way that you think made a difference. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So when I first started applying, my whole thought process was, I'm going to go for a lot of different jobs thinking, you know, I can do that, or that looks like something I could do and not really having a clear plan. Yeah. And my, my mindset was that by applying to as much as I could, this would improve my chances, right? Like the numbers game and Mm -hmm. this ended up definitely not turning out to be the case. One of the biggest things I, I've learned in this whole process is that I really needed a much more focused 
approach. Yeah. Um, which at the time of me learning this, it didn't feel natural at all. I thought that if I became too specific and too focused, that I would be missing out on other opportunities. Yeah. Um, but I eventually decided that what I was doing just was not working. Um, and I needed to change somehow. And um, having a more focused approach, a more specified approach um, ended up being the direction that really ended up working for me long term. And you really highlighted your skills and your interests because you mentioned that you do e-commerce, you do Amazon sales for this company. And that was something that you had going into this. And you had a background also working with fitness. So you had your own interests and you had the skills that you knew you were good at. So, you know, you're kind of the poster child for doing what you're supposed to do, which is to really try and line up the things that you're good at at places that really interest you. Right. And, and, you know, you asked me before, you know, what did I tweak or, or, or do differently? And I think one of the biggest differences came from creating um, a marketing plan. Mm. Now, I had no clue that having a marketing plan was even something that people did with job hunting. Yeah. Um, but I was lucky enough to have a friend who, you know, saw what I was going through and, and she had experience working with, um, uh, different companies that would help place people into jobs. And she told me that, uh, I should create a marketing plan and she kind of guided me with what that means. And, and from there, I just spent a little bit of time thinking about, you know, what I wanted to put on this, which is essentially just creating, um, a document that has, that lists three main things one being a professional ob objective. In other words, what kind of job I see myself working in, like mm -hmm. and being very specific about what that is. Yeah. Having a branding statement, mm. which is basically describing my professional strengths and how they tie into my objective um, and describing who I am professionally, I guess, as, mm -hmm. you know, as, as my own personal brand. And then three, having um, a list of my key strengths and skills um, that all tie in to the professional objective and doing this, like actually sitting down and coming up with this marketing plan really made me think, well, what do I want, you know, and, and what will this mean long-term and what skills do I have that would actually lead to success in a role like this? And it really created a, an amazing foundation for me to get focused to ask myself, you know, important questions about the future of my career and, and where I saw myself. And, um, you know, and I hadn't done that in, in the job process. And it might sound basic now that I'm saying it in hindsight, but at the time it was really eye-opening. And then by creating this marketing plan, it actually led me to adjust my resume. So I then went back to my resume and I thought, well, if I'm trying to get, if this is my career objective and I'm trying to get a job like this, then my resume needs to really reflect that. So I created a resume that was aligned more with my professional objective. And that led, you know, to me achieving, you know, uh, interviews within these, these, the area that I wanted to be in. And, um, and it was the first time, you know, I, I was job hunting for like eight, nine months and I had a lot of first interviews, but I never really had a second interview oh, yeah. until I created 
my marketing plan and then tweaked my resume. You know, I, I landed my first second interview and I thought, ooh, this is working, you know, yes. you kind of start to, to get the, the excitement of, you know, I didn't, I didn't end up getting that particular job, but um, it made me feel more confident in the direction I was headed. Yeah. And that focus, I think, is so important. And I think that's a terrific way of laying it out, by the way, having this marketing plan and your objective, because then you are applying for jobs that are truly lining up with your experiences and your background and your interests. So then it's no surprise that when you go through the interview process, you're bubbling up then as a finalist a little bit sooner. I mean, the other approach that you mentioned, like a lot of people, was just, you know, in the beginning, you throw out as many many resumes as you can. But, you know, I equate that sometimes to like buying a lottery ticket. I mean, that can just be so Mm. frustrating because you think, well, something's got to stick. But if you're not applying for the right jobs, then it's not going to stick. Yeah. And I think maybe, you know, and this is me trying to look backwards and make, you know, an analysis of, of why and what, but, you know, maybe when I had these first interviews, maybe it was obvious that I wasn't focused, um, on what I really wanted. And that's why I didn't get the second interviews or, um, you know, maybe my skills and, uh, the way that I laid out my resume kind of piqued an interest to have that first interview. But then once, you know, I, I was speaking to those skills and speaking to my experience in an actual interview, um, maybe it felt too broad, you know, and not mm-hmm. specific enough to those to those roles. And so uh, doing that, I think really, um, as much as I thought it would hinder my opportunities, it actually um, opened them. You sound like you got really prepared, and that came across. And so it helped you throughout this process. And it sounds like you also weren't going to settle. You were like, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to keep going until I find it. There was one opportunity that I had applied for online and went through a couple of stages of online assessments um, Mm -hmm. in order to get an in-person interview. And I was offered that job. So I I did actually get a job offer for a role that I had applied for. But the, um, you know, by the end of the process, I realized that the role and the company was just nowhere aligned with what I thought it was or, you know, with my career goals or the type of role that I really, truly wanted to be doing. And um, and that was a turning point because I had, you know, spent all this time thinking that, oh, this role would be great for me because I have experience here. And and it really wasn't. And I ended up turning it down. And um, and that was hard to do in a pandemic with my only job offer for months. (laughs) Yeah, that is Uh, tough. It was it was really tough. And and I think at that point, that was when I, I made the, the decision of, you know, gosh, I really need to figure out my my focus and my goals and, and, and what I really want out of a career. And and honestly, I feel lucky that I had the opportunity to do that because I know a lot of people don't have that opportunity uh, in, in, you know, these tough times. Um, and I and luckily, because I had that opportunity, I was able to turn it down. Well, and good for you for listening to your gut, your intuition. You knew that this wasn't a fit. And I think that that's important for us to sort of do our own little inner gut check sometimes. Like if something's not right, then you just got to keep moving on as, as hard as that might be for some people right now. But you might regret it 12 months down the road when you're not happy. Exactly. 
Right. I just, and the last thing I wanted was to be ultra prepared and then have regrets. And so I think you hit it on the head with that. Yeah. Yeah, You'd be, you'd be back here 12 months from now looking for another new job and no one wants that. So that's, that's the balance that people are trying to strike right now. Like how far can I go and hopefully focus on what the real job is out there for me and make sure that I find something that is fulfilling and uses my skills and that has some interest to me. But, you know, I got to get a job. You know, it's been six, seven, eight months for some people. So uh, making sure that they have enough financial cushion that they can do something like that. Tell us, though, what was it like to interview virtually and did the whole process happen online? Yeah. So, I mean, most of, um, I mean, pretty much all of the interviews I ever had uh, throughout that process were either um, via a phone call or, you know, through a a virtual uh, tool like Zoom or Google Meet or something along that line. This particular role, my first interview was over the phone. Mm -hmm. And uh, my second interview, they asked for me to actually be um, there in person, which Mm. was socially distanced Mm. and with Mm. masks. Um, So I felt very comfortable doing that. And to be honest, it's so funny, you know, I, I tend, I've I've realized that I, I interview much better in person than I do virtually. And I, I don't know if that's a common theme mm-hmm. in, you know, in, in applying for jobs through COVID if other people are finding that. But mm-hmm. um, when I'm able to be present in person, I, I have the opportunity to, you know, feed off the energy of other people yeah. and, um, you know, put forward my own positive energy. Um, and so uh, I think that that helps me, you know, essentially, uh, I found the virtual side of things to be more challenging to convey um, you know, little things like body language, um, or, you know, certain looks and agreeing with people at certain moments and connecting in, in those in-person ways. Um, so the process was online up until the final, up until the final stage, which was, a, was which was in-person. Yeah, and I think that makes a lot of sense. You know, we're just, we have been raised for years to have interviews in person, to be working together in person. So I think that's really common that someone would think that they do a little bit better in person. So maybe it was that boost that helped you get over the top on this one. And I think for a lot of people, we might start to see more of that because you and I are talking in, let's say, March and things are starting to open up. More people are getting Mm -hmm. vaccinated. You know, things are getting better, especially here in Los Angeles. So let's hope that that gets people going. And tell us some advice then that you have for job seekers right now, because I do think there's a sense of optimism out there. So hearing your story, I think, is going to be helpful. But what would you tell folks who are listening who are trying to find a job right now? What would you what do you what's your best advice for them? My advice would come through my experience, and my experience showed me that there were times where it was really tough for me to maintain a positive attitude yeah. um, about what I was experiencing. Uh, I felt that I was unemployable at some stages, and I felt that you know all that experience and skills that I had and, and the positive experiences that I had at, at, you know, different companies, you know, almost could mean nothing, um, in, in the process. And it was my, that's kind of self doubt creeping in. 
And I had moments where I just thought, you know, it's okay to feel this way because tomorrow I won't or because it's going to pass and I'm going to have a whole new wave of confidence. And, and I think the biggest thing for me was just to, just to keep going day by day and just do a little bit every single day. And, um, and what I mean by that was not to spend nine hours, you know, um, practicing interviews, applying for jobs, rewriting my resume. It was like, okay, today I'm going to create a marketing plan. And, and if that's all the energy I had, you know, mentally for the day, then so be it. And then, you know, if there was a new day where I had more energy and more optimism, I thought, okay, today I'm going to do these 10 things, you know, and I'm going to really hone in on this, um, positive energy and, and momentum that I have. And, and I think, um, I think that's one piece of advice is that it's okay to know that, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel always, as long as you are consistent. And I think that 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 was a big one is just consistency, maintaining some level of positivity, not overwhelming myself and, um, and getting really focused. Um, because once I got focused, uh, was like a domino effect, you know, one that led to one thing, which led to another. And, um, and I think that my, my biggest takeaway is also to be authentic. Yeah. Um, that was really important in the process to be authentic to yourself and be authentic in your application process. You know, you can, you can redo your resume, you can practice your interview answers, but always, having it come from a place of uh, your truth and and your, you know, your experience. Yeah, you do have to stay true to yourself. Otherwise, again, if you find yourself in the wrong job, you're going to be miserable six, nine months down the road. And I think giving yourself the permission to have days where, you know, you do maybe one thing or maybe you do nothing. Maybe you have a day where you're, you know, watching movies or you're going outside and you're jogging Mm -hmm. and you are not thinking about it. That refreshes you to come back and tackle it the next day. So I think we've got to give ourselves permission to not make it an eight hour a day uh, excursion to find a job. I think sometimes you do have to give yourself a break. A hundred percent. And, you know, I would have some of these interviews where I wouldn't get a call back, you know, and eventually a rejection email. And, and then I started getting, you know, that, that gets you down. But then I started thinking, you know what? Um, it's, it's all a learning process. And maybe instead of it getting me down, let me see what I learned. What could I have done better? What were the questions that they asked? How could I re, you know, revise my answers and, um, and tackle it better the next time? Um, and, and, and that kind of gear shift in my mind, I think, really helped. But it doesn't, it, you know, I have to say, it doesn't come easily. It comes over, you know, time and months and and uh, learning to cope. But, um, but yeah, allowing myself that leeway really helped. And I think you, you said it best. Well, that's terrific advice. And I'm so glad it worked out for you. Again, congratulations. And thank you for sharing your story with us. Oh, thank you so much for, for having me. And thank you for all of your wonderful advice and, and this wonderful podcast that has also helped, you know, I'm sure a lot of people, not just me, um, in, in the process. So, um, you know, hopefully if it can help even one person, then it makes me feel better about it. Hey, we're here to serve. Thank you. Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care. <laughs> take care. 
Thank you for listening to Job Talk Weekly. If you like the podcast, and we hope you do, the best thing you can do is to subscribe and forward it to your friends. We'd love to hear what you think, so please rate and review us or send us a quick email to info at jobtalkweekly.com. See you next time.